Hey everybody, I uh, just wanted to do a short little intro episode and explain what we're trying to do here, the kind of the purpose or what you can expect kind of a thing. Shouldn't be too long. Um, essentially what I want to do is have other people on guests through phone calls or in person if I can to just kind of explain their their military journey or their career, their timeline, everything like that. So I'll ask them questions about, you know, when they joined why they joined, what they picked, what their job was, what their day-to-day was, if they felt any kind of, what they felt like while they were in, if it's what they expected or not what they expected at all. I'm hoping that this can kind of help people that are looking to go in so that they can hear, you know, someone that's already done its perspective from an outside point of view instead of hearing from a friend that's currently in or, you know, a recruiter, nothing against the recruiting thing. You know, it's just a little different perspective. And I, I feel like people have a very general idea or kind of a skewed idea of what what it's going to be like when they go in. Maybe because people hype it up or, you know, want to talk down about it, either, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum based on their experiences. Um, so I kind of want to use this as a way to discuss those kinds of things. Uh, and also, you know, for prospective people that are looking to go in, we can kind of talk to people that have done it and then explain how their time in helped them transition into the civilian world. Um, kind of like what they could use on their resume versus what they couldn't. So say someone had, you know, whatever MOS over here, but they're doing something completely different and how they went from their military aspect to their civilian side, or if they are doing something that, you know, they kind of transitioned directly into you know, how their military pipeline helped them into that line of work. I want to have people on from, you know, different lengths of service, whether they were in for four years or they got medically retired or people that did their 20 or maybe maybe 30, if I can find people that were in for 30 years, people that had different MOSs, everything from support to direct action stuff to even um, hoping to have some just contractor types, like people that weren't in but went contractor side to see how they managed that. But we'll also have some people on that were military and went contractor like I did. I think uh, something that's important to, to touch on for sure is how people get to where they are or how they use what they did to get where they are. Because there's a lot of things that people don't think about when they're going to go in that they could potentially want to do after they're out. You know, if you want to go federal side or you want to go to like, you know, some alphabet agency or contracting world or do stuff that people don't know about kind of things. There's very specific stuff that you should be doing while you're in to help that because there's there's very specific things that those elements individually want, and if you don't have it, you're not getting in. Like, for instance, just a small example, there was a company that while I was contracting that I worked alongside that they would only hire people that had some sort of SF experience. So regardless of what branch you were, if you were considered that branch's, you know, SF, whatever, if it could have been, you know, Air Force SF guys are doing CCT or PJ, Recon, like TACP, stuff like that, or, you know, legit, you know, Green Berets, Ranger guys, um, MARSOC, well, back when I was in Recon, you know, stuff like that. So if you didn't have that kind of stuff on your resume, they weren't even going to look at you. So it's just little things like that to people need to think about or should at least should think about when they're joining joining up from 
as a kid, you know, 17 to 20 years old, you should really try and concentrate on not only what you want to do while you're in, but try to look ahead of what you might want to do or what you really want to do so that you can set yourself up for success. Now, my example was I wanted to go into Marine Corps and that was that, you know, I didn't really do any of this kind of stuff, which is part of why I want to do this. <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that I learned and saw while I was in when I contracted that definitely made me think like, man, maybe I should have mapped this out a little different or maybe would have, I don't know, not that I would have done everything 100% different, but I just look at it as a little different way because I got to view it. I, got, I had the luxury of, of viewing the way the military works in and also from an outside perspective being civilian contractor. So I want to try and get that point across. And essentially I want to have people come on, tell me what their stuff is. You know, even if uh, people aren't going to go in, um, I'm hoping that maybe through my discussions with other other vets and other experiences can help other people that might not be transitioning too well or kind of confused on how to help themselves transition to the real world, we'll say. It wasn't the easiest for me. Part of it was, luckily, I got to do the jobs I did when I got out, but I think that also hindered the transition also. So when I got out, I uh, I contracted for civilian side for two different companies, and I was constantly around other people in the military, just got out of the military, retired. Like I was still in that world, so I was still very attached to that lifestyle or that mentality. Even though I wasn't in uniform, I didn't have to PT, I didn't have to, you know, regs didn't apply. We'll see how this goes. I'm not looking to do anything regular here. I'm not going to say there's going to be an episode a month or every week or anything like that. Yeah, this could also be something to help myself to kind of get back some of what I feel is, uh, this could also be used to kind of help myself, you know, still continue to learn how to manage the transition out and living in a normal, you know, a normal kind of mentality. You know, maybe it'll help me also be able to explain some of this stuff to my son as he gets older to where he's not just bombarded with one side of a thought process versus another. I feel like I'm very capable of having two sides to seeing things and being able to discuss both sides and kind of think in the realm of both sides of, of whatever argument there might be. Whether, you know, say say he gets older and wants to go in, you know, I, I'll 100% tell him the good, but I'm also 100% going to tell him the bad. And hopefully that can allow him to be as educated as possible and make him think and process what he wants to make whatever decision he's going to make. And ultimately, I hope if someone else wants to join up and listens to this, then they'll be able to use that, whatever information comes out of here for the same thing. Um, you know, I'm very, very pro people wanting to go in, but I'm also, this isn't something I want to use to be political, but politically, I'm not very... Um, on board with a lot of foreign intervention stuff. So that's something I like to get across to kids is you have to understand you go in, you're agreeing to whatever it is you're told to do, and you have to know that ahead of time and be willing to do that ahead of time. There's nothing wrong with uh, viewing that kind of decision either way. People just have to know and agree to it and live with that. Yeah, we'll uh, see how this goes. 
It's definitely not going to be anything professional. Now I'm still very much learning how to do this. I don't even know how to really edit my audio yet, so if it jumps and skips around, deal with it. This is something for me to try and occupy my time with and be a little more productive with myself. So we'll uh, see how these episodes go. See ya.